snap. Boosters, hey, uh, another fun episode. Hey, my buddy Chad today, uh, talking about procrastination. I know, I know. You don't, I don't, nobody does. We definitely didn't put this episode off until the day before. <laughs> this is planned. This, this recorded like weeks in advance. Crazy, I know. And Chad Higgins, uh, I want to start straight out the gate. Honest question, cut to the fat. Ooh. What is the thing that you put off the most? So I'll... Expense reports, but that's a different day. Expense reports, really? Well, because like it's all there in the app. It's a lot of just like sitting with it and like comparing and making sure that this receipt matches that receipt. I know that this is kind of a little bit of a meme in youth ministry world of like receipts and expense reports, but like the receipt part is really easy to fix if you get a decent app company. Like we're like on the Chrome River plan of like, you have a meal, you scan the app, right. it's just there. You just have to reconcile it or whatever. Basically, it's just one afternoon yeah. for a month of work or whatever. But like, what's your thing? Like, what's the thing that like you put off like every month? Like we joke about mental health and like the cleanliness of your car. Ooh. So like, what is the procrastination thing for Chad Higgins that like he puts off either when he's not in a good space or he's feeling extra busy? Like what gets like schleft off to the side of the desk first? This may not be first, but this is definitely one that I put off way more than I should. And and it's something that my wife and I tried to fix a little while back. And Are you put some time in on it? We were <laughs> unsuccessful. Um, okay, so you know the air filter in your house? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my gosh, please keep going, but there was a really good Facebook thread that I want to share about So this. you're supposed to change it every three months. That's right. Three months, every yeah. three months. I don't know. Quarterly about, even. <laughs> quarterly. I don't know about you, but like things that are on the like three month rotation. Right. I will forget. You need a time. third party to help you. Right. Um, and so Martha and I, we decided, we realized that you can go on Amazon. Yep. You can buy a filter. And subscribe and save. Correct. And it, <laughs> yes. And it will mail to your house yes. every three months. Yes. That's a great idea, right? Yeah. I mean, it solves the problem. Like, you forget, they send them to your house, you're done. Until. Oh, no. Yes. Until you receive the package. <laughs> and, and open you, it and install it. <laughs> And still realize that you have the last package. Oh my god! That you Come have on. not put Come in yet. Sent you. It's on your. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Anyway, for those that are wondering, even the company 3M allows you to subscribe and save by signing up for their app reminders. So whether you're on Air Elephant or whatever, the hold on. Are. We are not like. <laughs> Shame. They do yeah. not pay us to like give. Oh, can you? Okay. So okay. Side. Can you? What is the most random sponsor we could have for this podcast? podcast 3m oh, that's air, a good question 3m air filters is got to be up there no no 3M no, no, no air filters has got to be at like least top sponsor five. no it would need the most be- unlikely sponsor for the uh for the youth ministry booster podcast uh would love your suggestions and feedback but chad higgins what's your pick? <laughs> probably some like marijuana store oh, stop stop okay cut no 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 that's it that's it yeah no no dank memes in the comments please but if you have a suggestion of who would <laughs> 
be the most random sponsor for the YMB podcast. We'd appreciate it. 3M air filters is the top choice right now. But okay, so air filters. So you like, you're getting them and not installing them? Well, hold on. They did all the work for you. Once I got the second one, I definitely Okay, put so in. six months at a time. But we're, we're now like three months behind, right? Oh my gosh. And so. You're just going to change them twice and yeah, catch up. Yeah, because once you have the second one in, you can't like, because it's three months, right? What are you going to do? You're going to like put the next one in a month later to get caught back up? Okay, okay. Now I just have like reserve like air filter that's coming in. Yeah, back up month. Well, hey, but that's, I think that's a good point for the mentality of procrastination, which is like, I'll just squeeze it all in, right? Like that, it's it's a lot of what most folks do with like gym mentality of like, I haven't been working out in a few months. I'll just go twice tomorrow yeah. as if that was going to solve it. Sure. Uh, but I think that's probably also a little bit of some of our mentalities in ministry too. And so mm. uh, one of the things I'm excited for this season of Youth Ministry Booster is we're doing equations all year long. Some of them are pretty obvious, like multiplying our influence or like adding value over work. Uh, but there, there's one that's like out there, and we'll come back in a few months and talk about it when we get there. But it's the compounding uh, influence or like exponential influence that we talk about, I think, next spring and like March. And it's one of the things that for so many of us is the fundamental thing is you can't make up for lost time. Mm. And I think like the relationships you have with parents, the investment you put into leaders, you can't cram it in. And I think we do cram some of our social media stuff right. where it's like, hurry, 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 sign up for camp. Don't miss it. Or we do the like, hurry, hurry, hurry. Here's a bunch of really good content to have related to this series or this session. Or we get really ready the day of week of day before for, a sermon prep or a, a teaching series. But for some of those relational investments of like parents that trust us, leaders that go the extra mile for us, you can't put that off. Like you can only get out a little bit from them at a time. And it takes the consistency of investing. And that's that's one of the things I know we joked about it uh, in our off season of podcasting, how we both had like that, like fling with dogecoin and like crypto stuff but we both learned a lot about how investing is being consistent diligent earlier than later and i think in ministry care pastoral leadership like it is we, we, we've said this a lot in the podcast this is one of the things that has become a refrain it's a long game in a short season there is just some things you can't make up for in a sprint. And I think that like the, the, when it comes to parent relationships, leader investment, there's some stuff with students. You can have one great event and win some students back. It's really hard to earn the trust in the community of parents and adult volunteers and leaders by just like, talking great on a Sunday yeah. or having one meeting that was like fun with food, right? Like you're not going to win all your leaders trust back because you bought pizza, right? Like, Hey, Chad bought pizza and coffee. We trust him again. Like, yeah, right. You've got to earn that by the consistency that happens in the small things. And so uh, for, for those that are procrastinating, putting things off this new fall season, like September to me always feels like youth ministry new year. 
Like that's one of the reasons that we kind of like, I think for the booster season, kind of align the stars of like, this is when signups are in the summer. We're getting ready for the fall because every new school year is a chance to get back on rhythm, yeah. get back on routine and kind of live our ministry week, like Sunday through Thursday, Monday through Sunday, however your like calendar works out. It's a chance to get back on the rhythm and routine of doing the faithful things in the weekly instead of the things that are driven by big events in the quarterly, in the every three months. Because, like, yeah, I get it. Like, every three months you throw a big party, the kids love you. But the way that some of the ministry needle moves across the course of your time at the church comes in the weekly work. Um, or, or it's what our friends at launch said a few weeks ago. Um like I'm always dismayed at what I can do in a year, but I'm always surprised at what I can do in five. Wow. And I think that is such a resonant thing for the ways in which we are ministering to families. You minister to a young person, yeah, you can win them over with a big party, a big story, and a big kind of emphasis or push. But for the family that's been at the church for 30 years, it's going to take you three to five years to show them that Pastor Chad really cares about not just this student, but all three of their kiddos for the long play of their life together. I think one of the things about procrastination that we all really need to just continue to say over and over again is procrastination only hurts you. Like not only does it first hurts you. Or, or, or at least at most hurts you. Right. Yeah, pick your poison, but it definitely hurts you. Yeah. The, because, <laughs> you aren't winning at the end. Well, <laughs> I, I'll say it, it. It only hurts you for the people that feel like they're good at procrastination. Oh, they, they've the clever cover yeah, game. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think yeah, for yeah. a lot of us, and I'll consider myself in this, um, we get into this like false illusion that like, we're somehow good at it, right? Yeah. That like we need the deadline to like yeah. really make something happen. Bro, you haven't heard me write a sermon on two hours notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, just because you can do it actually doesn't mean it's good. And we need to say that more and really live into that and realize that like it is causing you stress yeah. that would not be there. It's unnecessary. And it's also making you view your job as much more difficult than it really is. Hold on. Say it again for the folks. Yeah, yeah. it's making you realize your job is much more difficult than it really is. Um, But Chad, I love it when my job's hard. No, you don't. (laughs) You know why? You know why you don't love it? Tell me why I love it when it does. Because you haven't experienced your job when it's great and easy. Oh, how do I do that? Well, how do you do that? Well, one, you have to get away from looking at your job from the week to week. From the deadline to deadline? From deadline to deadline. Okay, I like that. How do I do that? Yeah, and living from paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) Uh, event to event. Well, I can't. I actually, camp. I can't change paycheck to paycheck. Sorry, many of us will. Your continue. pay will not change yeah, based yeah. on Chad. whatever Chad's wisdom is in the next thirty seconds to three minutes. Your paycheck will be the same, right? Right. But your feelings about your work related to your paycheck may change, right? The, but I think that a lot of times we deal with projects, uh, deadlines, those kind of things in the same way that is done in a mindset that is kind of paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. 
you do right what's in front of you instead of getting to a place um, that's more planned out, that has more time, more thought goes into it, all those kind of things. Now, I know the immediate pushback is, well, that sure sounds nice, but I have all these things. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you permission for a moment and you may, my, my, my request is um, that you're thoughtful in what you cancel here, but I want to give you permission to say no to something coming up to get ahead. And I do one less thing now. For later. Do one less thing now that's coming up that you haven't started promoting yet. Those kind of things. Give yourself some space and get ahead. That's a good and word. then stay ahead. Yeah. Create deadlines for yourself. Yeah. Deadlines for yourself are good. Yeah. And even procrastination is okay when procrastination isn't the week of the superficial deadline right yeah. it's it's the thing that you tell me and I, so so behind the the curtain here one of the things that my friend Chad has helped me with the most is if you are someone that works really well on a deadline create an artificial deadline that increases the pressure for you to write for a whole afternoon to get that like talk blog sermon resource done but it's not really needed until two weeks later because that gives you two weeks to reflect review edit marinate and revise and some of us may have to like even make some workarounds for that like maybe you have a deadline that you have to get to your senior pastor yeah to approve it but you're actually still like three months out from the event that's right that's right right um, you've got to get it to a volunteer that said that they're going to like proofread it, get it ready, those kind of things. But you want to give them enough time to really have it. The problem is we're not able to really recruit like new leaders to do different things, to create space because we're always working from the week to week. Yeah. And so there's no time and space for it. Yeah. Like we've worked ourselves into a box to where if we say, hey, like, I'm working on stuff that's like three, four, six months out yeah. right now, and it's done. I, I, I'm going to press some of us and say, hey, what if camps do by the end of February? Like the theme, like, the design, the speakers, the plan. Like, what if it's done before spring break right. and not before Memorial Day? Like, you're ready to go to camp February the 28th. Yeah. Like, that allows you to do some things, to plan some things. One of the things that I also found, too, when we start working on deadlines like that, it allows for promotion, which is really, really crucial to start building momentum in our ministries. That's good. That's good. Um, because if you already if you already have like the plan done, yeah, and you know what to promote. Imagine right now if you knew that awesome moment that you're planning for camp on Thursday night, and you can start to like leak it and promo it in such a way that your students are like, "I got to be at that." Yeah, yeah. And what happens is we don't. We don't plan that until like a couple weeks out and we have no time to 
to like it. promote it, to build it, all those kind of things, because we're just trying to get it done. Um, building space is not easy. I'm not going to act like it is. And I'm not going to act like I'm not great at procrastinating. I'm great at procrastinating. But one of the, like, thankfully the, the Lord has like given me as a strength is also the ability to look really far in the future and to start trying to build to that. And I think we've all got to get to a place to where we're, we're thinking about further out than we really are. Okay, so one of the things, and we're still kind of living a little bit in the afterglow of our launch event, and so I'll share the link in the notes below, but uh, there was a thing that Mark shared at launch that I still think is really significant for both the leadership and health of those in ministry is developing margin. And so I think the procrastination thing speaks not only to the proficiency of our leadership of like how good of a leader you are, but ultimately is how healthy of a leader you are, how healthy of a minister you are. So Chad, give us some freedom and permission. So you're a pastor, you're not our pastor, but you're a pastor. Give us some permission to create margin by like doing some of those edits. So like, yep. where would you give us some insight or specifics? Like you, you told us to do one thing less. I feel like I'm supposed to do all the things that I'm doing, Pastor Chad. So give, give me some freedom, like, sure. like lessen my load enough that I have enough of a breath that I have like some margin to like gather my senses in myself about maybe one less thing I could okay. do to get ready for the next thing. So here's where I'm going to start. It's really realizing what procrastination is. Procrastination is less about work and it's more about emotion. We procrastinate because the work that we have in front of us creates emotion. And we don't think about it that way. But for so many of us who've grown up in American society, there's this feeling of working towards the test. Yeah. Or the report that we have to turn in. And for so many of us, the sermon that we procrastinate makes us feel like an adequacy, mm. that it's not going to be good enough, uh, all of these feelings. And that causes procrastination. And so when we're at a place... I'm going to avoid the evaluation of me. Correct. And so we put, it, we put it on the side. And we'll do something else, right? We'll play a little bit more Warzone or Apex or something. A little more YouTube research. Yeah, a little more, a little more YouTube, YouTube research, research right? That's um, my third favorite phrase. YouTube research is a phenomenal phrase. Um, but we'll put it aside um, because... Whether we realize it or not, we have these emotions. Um, we worry about what's actually going to happen. We struggle planning camp because we're not really sure if as many students are going to show up to camp as we want to show up to a camp. And so if we just put that aside, we don't have to really think about whether or not it's worth it or not. So my permission to you is to realize that, mm. to face that, and to realize that you are not your work, 
um, and your value is not in um, the outcome of your work. There's faithfulness in the work. Uh, and I, I'm still kind of working through this, but even whether it's good or bad. <laughs> That's, um, That's hard to talk about in pastor circles. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think for each of us, and man, it's getting to a place where we diligently work every day. And at four or five, whenever your your church Done, yeah. ends, you say, "Hey, you know what? Today I, I felt like I was faithful. I worked hard. I got some things done." One of the things that you said to me like many years ago that continues to stick with me is sometimes stress happens because we we worry about. Just worry. And that like the thinking of work creates worry. The thinking about thinking. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. thinking about thinking. And I think we can get into that place with procrastination where we have all of these things going on and we don't know where to start and we put them off. And then we eventually just find ourselves like scrolling YouTube instead of biting off a little bit of a time doing what we can do that day and just being satisfied with it. Mm. I think some days we probably bite off more than we can chew. Right. We wake up in the morning, maybe in a really good mood. And we're like, I'm going to finish all my talks for camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it becomes our emotional response. It's to what our we're emotional to do. response. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just realizing like, Hey, you know what? Today, a really faithful day would be to maybe finish that sermon, make all my phone calls, you know, whatever that is, right? And being satisfied with that and walking away and being able to live a life that, like, shows our spouse that we love them, we have time for our children, and we're faithful to both our ministry and our family, and I think that if we're going to be really great ministers, we have to walk with integrity both in the workspace and out of it. Yeah. Um, and that takes time and effort. That takes us being honest with, hey, Tuesday, I was not faithful. Mm. And being willing to admit that. Zach, I'll be the first to say, there have been days, if not weeks, if not months, over 20 years of ministry that I don't feel like I was faithful every day of like getting things done that I should get done for procrastination. Mm. And I think the more that we can say like, hey, this may be a problem is when we can actually begin to fix it. That's good. And I don't think we're willing to sometimes like acknowledge it. So I think that's uh, the reflection as you're sitting either at your desk, uh, driving in your car, uh, on a walk, or at the gym. Is the work you get done emotionally motivated or faithfully motivated? I, I think one of the things—so, Chad, I don't know if you know this. Um, 
whenever I take retreats away, I, I typically go to like monastic centers. Um, there's a place in Kentucky. Uh, there's a place in Shawnee and some other places that have become really deep and meaningful in my life because I do think there is a faithfulness to the mixture of prayer and work. Uh, and for those that feel that the call on their life is to be faithful and honoring both. And for us as ministers, there is a deep response to what God has called us to do that cannot be emotionally motivated, but faithfully motivated. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's not how you feel about your work that produces the best, but how much you desire worshipfully to be honoring of what God has called you to do faithfully that is the sum of our work, our toil, um, our response, our discipleship. And so, yeah, writing the camp talks may not, you may not feel like it. You may, you may, you may not feel like writing your talk or, or sending the parent newsletter, but it would be faithful for you to do. And if you can create enough space to see that all the things that you felt like doing weren't necessary because what was necessary was to be faithful you can give yourself a breath to say, today I'm going to honor God with the time that I have. That's my act of service, work, and worship. Because you, my friend, are not the sum of what you can do, but your worth is not in the work, but in the faithfulness. Uh, snap! Hey, friends, we really mean it. Uh, we love you. Uh, there are no bigger cheerleaders, boosters, supporters of what you are about in youth ministry, Zach Working and Chad Higgins. And so in this season, getting ready for this fall and whatever is next, would you take a moment and consider if you have the right support, community, and intention about what you're doing? We have never been more excited for the nine next the next nine months of ministry as we talk about worth, work, value, addition, and support. If you have ever been looking for a community of support, encouragement, friendship, collaboration, and prayer, uh, Youth Ministry Booster is open to you uh, until September 1st to be a part of what we've got going on next season. Uh, we think it's worth the work and the energy to find a community of people that care about you deeply. Uh, this podcast was born out of a relationship of people that love and care about each other more than what they could do, but for who they were and how they were called to serve, designed by God, loved by God. And so we love you and we thank you. We'd love you to learn more and hit the link below. But thank you so much for the work that you do in ministry, but also the worth you bring as a disciple of Jesus.